Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. That's right, ladies. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. You see, before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And that's why Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. It's top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Yes, it's a better value in top-grade beef. Now, for example, let's take a Kroger-cut sirloin steak. Before the steak is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the stringy end, excess waste, and excess bone. So you get a better value because you don't pay steak price for stringy meat, excess bone, or waste. But whether you buy a steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. That's at your Kroger store. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. If doing were as easy as planning, Peg Martin might have long ago carried out her threats to take Barry Carlton away from Penny Gibbs, or at least try to. But there's a time when plans must be put into action and as Peg says to her friend George Lewis as they drive home from downtown. If this is the new age of miracles, George, we're going to know it pretty soon. You want a miracle fix? No, it's a couple of other people who are going to need one. <laughs> Benny and Barry, obviously. Mm-hmm. And miracles can happen, but not when other things happen faster. You're pretty sure of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> I'm pretty. Pretty? <laughs> Why the sudden turn to modesty? Aren't you sure you're beautiful? I think we went over all that before. You aren't trying to be sarcastic this morning, are you? Oh, who could be sarcastic on a morning as beautiful as this? Besides, I hate sarcasm. I hate people who use it. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. You have a better time hating people than things, don't you? You think I'm thoroughly rotten, don't you? Not at all. You're beautiful. That's enough. Mm, being beautiful isn't enough. You've got to know how to use beauty for what it's worth. Beauty isn't something merely to be looked at. Beauty is something to be used. The way you use a weapon. The way you use beauty, you should be arrested for carrying a deadly weapon. Don't be so flip about this thing, George. It's a very serious thing. It's going to be a profitable thing, isn't it? Do you think I'd waste time on Barry Carlton if he were just an ordinary man? It's not the man you want, sweetheart. It's what the man has in the bank. <laughs> What's so funny? Oh, Nothing. I was just thinking how glad I am that I'm not rich. Not rich? <laughs> You'd be passing a tin cup around for pennies if there weren't a lot of well-heeled suckers in this world. Well, that's why I'm in the world, Peg. To keep suckers in character. Oh, say, when I called you at the Gibbs house this morning, what was all the excitement? Oh, oh, Penny's mother is coming home from New York this morning. Stupid people can certainly get excited over nothing, can't they? Well, there's an advantage to being stupid, too. You're satisfied with so little then Penny should be completely satisfied with someone a little less wealthy than young Mr. Carlton. Oh, 
You think Penny's stupid, do you? Don't you? I don't think the facts bear it out. After all, she got Barry Carlton by just being a sweet young thing, not by scheming behind his back and throwing herself at him. You listen to me, George Lewis. One more remark like that, and you can pack your things, get in this car, and drive until you get lost. <laughs> that old boogeyman conscience is getting you again, is it? Well, good old George doesn't want you to suffer any more than you have to. I'll drive you around a little while. I don't want you to look at Penny and lose your nerve, because if you lose your nerve, I lose a lot more. Coffee, no, thanks, Penny. I'm trying it with a little less lately, and I sort of like it. Well, the amount of cream and sugar in the coffee certainly makes a difference, doesn't mm. it? Which is a brilliant conversation. <laughs> oh, darling. I'm so glad to hear the good news about Pat. Well, I'm glad I could bring good news, dear. He was a sick boy for a few days, but once the crisis was passed, he came out of it pretty fast. I wish he'd come home after he gets out of the hospital. Change and rest are doing good. Well, I tried to talk him into coming home, Penny, but it was no use. He wants to go back to his job right away and keep looking for Suzanne. Has he had any luck in finding her? There hasn't been one trace of her, Penny, not one. She's just vanished. Oh, I hope nothing's happened to her. So do I. But my chief thoughts are all for Pat, not for Suzanne. I wish he'd give up trying to find her. When she wants him or needs him, she'll appear. I'm sure of that. You hope she never shows up, though, don't you? Oh, she wasn't good for Pat. But if he loves her, I want them to be together. And perhaps Suzanne isn't as bad for Pat as I imagined. Say that because I try not to be too critical of her. I suppose mothers are inclined to be more critical of the women their sons marry than of the men their daughters marry. <laughs> I don't know why, except that... Well, maybe mothers feel that their sons are always little boys and that a daughter, being another woman, can take care of herself. And um, this is supposed to be a man's world. It is a man's world, darling. But men have designed it to suit the wants and whims of women. Well, I'd say the world belonged to women under those circumstances, with women the designers and builders <laughs> and men the operators and workers. But I, I don't like to think of this being either a man's or a woman's world. I believe in equality in life's hardships and life's pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a happy marriage with an attitude like that, dear. Does Barry feel the same way? I don't think Barry's ever questioned the fact that men and women can be equal and should be. Oh, Mother, he's a rare person. Even with all his faults, he's far and away the most thoroughly good man I've ever known. <laughs> And I don't know why I should be as lucky as I have been. Oh, we never know why or how fate brings two people together, darling. We just know that it does and that the meeting's wonderful. Well, fate works other ways, too, Mother. Fate separates people in the same strange way it brings them together. I still have a few little fears that Barry and I may not have the easy time of it we've had so far. Why do you say that, Penny? Mother, you think I'm being silly about it, but... I'm beginning to have several doubts about Peg Martin. Oh? Freddie's never liked her, you know. And he's warned me about her several times. So has Johnny. Johnny, too? Well, I know about Freddie. He's told me about her before, but he was always so vague. Well, maybe he had to be. Peg's clever, you know. It could be that Freddie's suspicions were only vague because he couldn't understand what it was that made him doubtful of her. Much as he dislikes her, Freddie isn't going to hurt her with false accusations. Well, I never paid too much attention to what Freddie said. No, I didn't either at the time. Didn't seem possible that anybody as sweet as Peg could plot against a person she calls her best friend, but 
I've begun to doubt that Peg is really as sweet as she appears to be. Well, I've noticed the way she treats little Julie. Sometimes she isn't all a loving mother should be. Mother, it's the way she treated Julie lately that... It's made me take some stock in what Freddie's been saying for uh -huh. weeks. Still, my suspicions about her are vague. Just as vague as Freddie's are. Well, certainly, Penny, you don't feel that she wants to take Barry away from you, do you? No, I don't see how she can. I don't think she wants to, but... I have a vague feeling that makes me suspect trouble from her. Well, Mother, I don't know why she'd want to cause trouble or how she could possibly do it, but somewhere in the back of my mind, I can't help feeling that something will happen. So... I think we'd better drive back to town, George. I have to get home whether I like it or not. Oh, let's drive on a little further. There's no place to turn around here anyway, Peg. Well, as long as we get back by noon. We will. So you were silent for a long time back down the road, honey. What were you thinking? Don't you know? <laughs> That's all you think about these days, isn't it? Well, there is worth thinking about. But I'm getting bored with just thinking. Oh. We're rounding the turn and coming into the home stretch, are we? I think I want to get it over with. Waiting for the right opportunity is making me nervous. In that case, the thing to do is to make your own opportunity. Mm, I was just thinking that. And I was just thinking that I'd better make it soon. George, Johnny Keith talked to me about you the other day, and I didn't like what he said. Well, why would he say anything about me? He didn't like your looks. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't like his either. I'm serious, George. No one but Freddie Lang ever suspected me of anything until you came along. I was lucky Penny didn't listen to Freddie. But she might listen to Johnny if he begins to say the things that Freddie said. Maybe you'd better get out of town. Oh, no. You don't get rid of good old George that easily. You won't have to stay away for long. How long is not for long? I don't know. Well, when you do know, let me know, and I'll get out. It all depends on how long I wait before I close the trap on Barry. When you're ready for that, I'll be ready to leave. No, George. You'd better go now. Then no one will wonder about you, and when Barry falls... It'll come as a surprise to everyone, and the blow will be more damaging. I'm not getting out until I know your plans, honey. You could get rid of me for months that way. And if you don't mind my saying it, I don't completely trust you, you know. I don't see how you can. You know me too well. <laughs> Good old thing. Self-effacing is a Mrs. Milk Toast, but as confident inwardly as a lioness. Thanks. George... Mm hmm George, would you leave town today if I promise to see Barry tomorrow night? Is your team going to do the trick? Oh, how silly can you be? The trick comes after I see him. But will you pull the trick tomorrow night? Yes. That's a rather sudden decision, isn't it? I told you this waiting and planning is making me nervous. I want to get it over with. Tomorrow night? Yes. But I want you out of town by the middle of this afternoon. I've been living out of a suitcase ever since I got here, honey. All I have to do is go back to my hotel, close my grip, and be on my way. Well, look, don't accidentally forget to pay your hotel bill as you leave. Because, <laughs> you see, I want you back in town in a very few days. Honey, it isn't a bill worth jumping. Besides, I consider the cost of my stay here an investment in the future. George, never you mind about the future. Just worry about now. I'm not going to worry, Annie. There's suddenly something in your eyes that tells me this is going to be a cinch. 
Yeah. And that jaw of yours looks belligerent, too. I've got to do this, George. I'm not letting anything stop me. Not friendship, loyalty, honesty. All those things are nothing. This is my chance of a lifetime. And I'm going to make the profits from it last a lifetime, too. So Penny Gibbs finally suspects Peg Martin. But have her suspicions come too late? And how does Peg Martin plan to take Barry Carlton away from her friend Penny? Be sure to listen to the next episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. You see, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, your Kroger meat man gives you more meat, less waste. And it's top U.S. government grades of beef. Tender, juicy, rich red. And marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So visit your Kroger store soon. Order your favorite cut of steak or roast. If you buy a Kroger cut round steak or roast, notice that the Kroger method of cutting beef gives you a minimum of bone and removes excess waste before the steak or roast is weighed and priced. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. And remember, too, ladies, Kroger cut beef is available only at Kroger stores. So plan now to visit your neighborhood Kroger store. There's where you'll find delicious beef. Top-grade beef. And there at your Kroger store is where you get more meat for your money. For Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Get your share of this tremendous value without delay at your neighborhood Kroger store. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>